welcome. Not a rivalry. <laughs> to episode 17 of Sports Banter with Mr. Peanut. And the Polar Bear. Hey, how's and it going? It's going well. Good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. First bottle. That's open. right. I'm going with a nice sturdy glass with uh, SD on the side today. Which is, uh, you know, it's appropriate. It's fitting. I guess you could say. It's fitting. There's a game tonight. We had a great game. Great game well, this weekend. Well, well. The non-rivalry series went oh. perfectly in our favor. Yeah. The non-rivalry, oh. quote unquote. Good heavens. Oh, what a joy. I mean. What an idiot. Go <laughs> My man Logan. You, yeah. That was a quick... God quick, bless him. Gotcha. God bless him for coming in on oh, the yeah, sports yeah. banter. No, love it. And we need more of that, too. Yeah, we do. Um, one thing is... I mean, it's no, definitely let me, let me jump in rivalry. quick. Okay, go ahead. Jump as much as you want. Rivalry, jump up and down. Of course it's a rivalry. That was never in question. want to put it that way. And uh, we just took it to the Dodgers for uh, four days. Even the L we had was like, so. We lost by one. You finally got one. So, and this actually, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, you brought it up a lot last week. When, one, when we were speaking to Logan, and two, we were going over the rivalry weekend number one between the Dodgers you kept saying and I agreed with you is we're close we're there Mm -hmm. and this rivalry weekend number two showed that we are there and we're here to show you the Dodgers who we are that was the best part of the whole shit exactly everything that I was bitching about pissed about (laughs) (laughs) everything we didn't do in the first series you can just hear my voice in that podcast. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm like... <laughs> kind the of, passion. Kind of whining, if you will. It's okay. But... We've gone through enough shit I gotta, to be able yeah, to do that. I, whatever I see, I gotta, I gotta call out. And I agree. You could say this one play in the last game, which we'll get way into, but just the pure fact we had a guy in third, one out, and we got the sack fly. That's all you need. That's all I need. That's all you I need. Don't need to... And that simple adjustment like made a tremendous difference. I, I mean, it... it I agree. Being able to, you know, essentially almost, you know, hey guys, this is what we did well against the Dodgers. This is what we need to do better against mm-hmm. the Dodgers in weekend two. And they fucking crushed and it. And they did, they, I mean, they made adjustments. And that's what, that's why you can't get so low at the beginning of the year. You can get pissed about it. Yeah, of I course. I was pissed about it. Which we have and the right to do. Now, I mean, the optimism is, it's tremendous. Because we've every game that we've had with the Dodgers has been, well, in the rivalry, has been it's not a rivalry. insane. Insane. It's been close the entire way. Um, how about a little takeaway from the weekend? What did you, uh, you like the most? What I like the most is, of course, our three wins. which again, Three out of four, massive, on the road. Like, we're here to fucking yeah. stay. And, I, I mean, think about Dodger Stadium. I will say, for the West Coast... The Dodgers have very passionate fans. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, if you're a fan of an East Coast team, you know what passion is for a, a baseball team. We're talking about baseball. I mean, that's mm-hmm. like, you literally have, you know, let's just use the Yankees or the Red Sox. You literally have that going through your blood, and it's been in a family tradition for three or four generations. On the West Coast, yeah. in the Dodger, you know, I almost said arena, but the Dodger in Dodger Stadium, you have that sense of hey, we've been around for a long time. These are our guys. There's definitely a feel in that stadium too. So yeah. and to have the Padres come in, and also 
have the limit of fans being there, it was still loud. I mean, shit. They were... I'm pretty sure they were chanting, like, fuck Manny. And I loved <laughs> yeah. it. I, I, I mean, I, I love Manny. Me yeah, yeah, I love Manny Machado. But honestly, <laughs> I love it when fans are that passionate about their team and talking a little shit. And then you have the whole fucking stadium saying, fuck Manny. Well, I mean, and then it's like, you the excitement around the game, you... You can't help but be excited about oh, it if you're it, on either side. Does it create a rivalry let me, feel? Let me just drop <laughs> We're moving past that because it is a rivalry. Like, we don't need that. Oh, I'm going to keep bringing we're, it up because I think it's fucking We're going to bring on the next person, the next person who doesn't think so until they're all gone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but just a few numbers I wanted to point out to you. In the seven games they've played, okay, seven games, they've total innings, uh, total innings played, 68, with it, the game within two runs, 62. Wow. So, I mean, that's crazy enough right there. And it, it totally feels that way, too. That yeah. The, the games are so close. Within one run, 49 innings of the 68. They've been tied for 21, and the Padres are ahead right now 4-3. to three. Um, And that's only because in the last game, they were down on Sunday, Sunday Night Baseball, with the world watching on ESPN. Hell yeah. Loved that. Uh, they were down 7-1. To be honest, almost turned it off. It was like the seventh, seventh or eighth, and I was like, "Well, the wheels kind of fell off." They had Ramirez out there, who I don't know who that is, but he's just <laughs> giving away runs like nobody's yeah. business. Uh, you know, I'm not necessarily on the hate Ramirez train yet, but not a great showing. Anyway, uh, I think the, the stat I I saw it somewhere either on Twitter or something. It was like the Dodgers when they're up by. Five or more in the eighth, or like two hundred and one or something, two hundred and oh. And the shit. Padres were like oh two hundred and twelve. So wow, that's was a huge stat. Absolutely, you know we've seen Bonkers. the song and dance a million times. So yeah. I thought there's no way. Well, there's like a way, but like you have to get guys in base, you gotta get hits, and that's exactly what the Padres did. They just kind of chipped away. Uh, they got two runs in the seventh, two runs in the eighth, two runs in the ninth, and then. Away we go. Yeah, I mean, very similar to yourself. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't, I was actively watching the game and then I had to go and leave. And then I was keeping it on my phone and I looked at it and I go, oh, fuck, it's seven to one. So then I, I go, okay, yeah. let me just focus in on, you know, whatever. Dinner, yeah, it's dinner like, and you the move on. You, you pretty much figure, hey, we won two, we played great. <laughs> yeah. This one just kind of got away from exactly. us. Exactly. <laughs> and then I go and then. It was right around the end of dinner, and I look at my phone, and I go, oh my god, we're tied up. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get the fucking TV on. Yeah. So, of course, I'm Rides driving around home. the corner. Yeah, I'm driving home, and I have the game, you know, yep. not safe and not legal, but I have the game playing in my phone, <laughs> on my phone on the TV, so I can hear it while I'm driving, and, you know, I had to... This is totally getting into the weeds, but I had to stop and get gas, and I'm like, <laughs> we're, we're, I'm, we're in the car with yeah, you now. I'm like, <laughs> I'm pumping gas as fast as I could because I didn't want to miss any of the game. Of course, I could have pulled my phone out, but you know, you can't do that because you're pumping gas. Sure. You know, lose a life for fucking watching the Padres game. Sacrifice it all. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was just that. I mean, I'm focusing in on that game specifically, and for us to come back from that deficit, I mean, it was seven to one. Yeah, that that that, and you're in the eighth inning. I mean, yeah, and you, I mean, think you of can all pack the, it up for exactly. Sure. Think of all the factors we have. Eighth inning, we have we're in Dodger Stadium. They're chanting "fuck Manny." I mean, it it, it the the odds are against them, and they were oh, able yeah. to come out historically exactly, and they were able to come out and 
like you said, on a national stage like that, that showed that the Padres are here to, you know, don't fuck with it, us. It was, I mean, they just never gave in. They just kept getting guys on base, and it's like, hey, let's get a hit here or there, and they always got the hit, which is tough to do. But, I mean, if you got the guys in position, and, you know, we got the most comeback wins since, like, last year. Um, and so we're keeping that whole identity going. That's going to be huge for us going forward. It makes me feel really excited as a Padres fan, you know, because, because, and we've talked about it. We're finally, I feel like we're finally making that shift of, Mm -hmm. man, we're really becoming a fucking team that can accomplish goals. Yeah. And 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 we're so used to seven to one game over. Let me, you know, go pump gas and yes, exactly. (laughs) I mean, imagine move on with my day. Imagine how fast the stadium would empty. And I'm talking Petco. Imagine how fast the stadium would empty. That's we're out. You know, it's Sunday night. Let's get home and settle in. And it, and it's something that I've actually (laughs) was talking about, you know, with uh, one of my neighbor, actually funny enough is San Diego is in a really odd position for uh any sports team because we have such casual fans we are a remote city for a lot of people to where they come in transplant yeah yeah, exactly and then there what what really kills us is what we just said past experience with the padres it's seventh seventh inning it's seven to one it's class (laughs) only gonna get worse Yeah, yeah you know what let's leave Let's go to the bar, get some <laughs> drinks, and then we'll go to the beach. Yeah. And you have all or these home. different exactly. Yeah. And you have all these different factors within San and I'm not saying everyone else doesn't have this, but San Diego has those options where people want to leave the game if we're mm-hmm. losing. But we've I feel yeah, like the culture's there's, shifting. Th- exactly. Or I think it's already shifted actually. Yeah, and it's it's definitely gotten more pertinent this season yeah. though. And it's games like those where now we're switching like, hey, maybe we're not out of it. Exactly. And that's kind of why I stayed in watching the game because we, we have the talent. I mean, and the way Tatis was playing that series, five home runs, two uh, – he had two home runs in two games consecutively. Yeah. So two, four home runs total. I mean, he played out of his mind, which is amazing to see because we, you know, had the injury early. Um, you know, he's smoking home runs What do you think Bauer. about that? I mean, he didn't look too bad, you know. <laughs> He was what do you mean? He was crushing it. I know. He was he, I he go and ahead. now so he was batting like one something before the series. Exploded. And that's yes. the Tatis that we signed. That's why we were all excited, episode like six or whatever, when he signed like a minute before we started. I mean, that's if we have that guy, then we're gonna be, you know, a force to be reckoned. Yeah, and there there's there's a couple times where I, I saw, you know, Tatis kind of thrown to first a little high, a little yeah, low. Yeah, that's a problem. But, and, and, but you know yeah. what? In my mind, I'm reading it as he's trying to get the ball there as fast as possible. And honestly... In, Mental mistakes. For exactly. Sure. For me, get the ball there fast, you know? <laughs> but again, there's a couple times where, you know, if we get late into the season where those balls are, you know, getting a little extra hop or they're going a little too high, I mean... You know that could, let's that get could it bring out of, in a run. I think let's get out of let's get those areas out of the way now rather yeah, than later. Yeah, it, it, and great, I think great point, great point. And I think as you know, the season goes on and he starts having success at the plate too. It's going to just build his confidence up. Um, and I mean, the whole team, the whole team as a whole, having that series and taking three out of four right after a couple heartbreaking L's at home. 
we gotta be feeling really good about ourselves. I agree, and and also too, and I gotta commend uh, like two guys on the team because for me, I've seen a lot out of them just in watching the games, and that's uh, Manny and Hosmer. I mean, they, yeah, those been... guys have taken the role of hey, we're the vets on the team mm-hmm. in baseball. We're we're veteran guys. Let me show you how to lead. And for a lot of people, a lot of people have had an issue with Manny in that mm-hmm. sense. And I, I don't know. I mean, one, maybe it could be because he's getting paid. Two, yeah. or he just really likes the team he's on. Yeah. Because I'll, t- I'll say this. when he was, I'm an Oriole fan. When he was on the Orioles, I don't think he was having fun. He yeah. also got hurt twice. So he that's younger as well. Exactly. Yeah. So that's tough. When he was at the Dodgers, I don't realistically think he wanted to be there. I hate to say that. And it's the Dodgers. Who the fuck wants to be there? <laughs> but when he came to San Diego, I think, one, the money helped. But two, I think it was finally a team that said, Manny, we are going to pay you because we know how good you are. And we want you to stay here. And we want... We, and it's your team. And exactly. It's your team... We want you to run it, per se, at the yeah. player level. And just, let's see what you can do. And, yeah. and you know, and being a fan of Manny since the Orioles, it just, I love seeing that progression. It, it's so fucking cool. Definitely. And, you know, it just, it's mesmerizing. Yeah. And I, I just wanted, I, I, I got to commend that. Because I think it's helped shift the aspect of the mentality of the mm-hmm. scene of the team. Well, even going back, the way that he is a leader too, I love, and yeah. I, I I don't think the narrative really fits him anymore of the player like he used to be. Of whether it's, you know, the, people call him dirty or crybaby, like whatever. I don't see that. What all he's on the Padres, I see like you said, a leader like coming to form. He's been in the MLB for a while. Uh, you know, he's one of the top players in the league. I think, especially defensively, which doesn't even really get talked about. But um, I'm talking last year, the Tatis play in the playoffs where he got robbed by Bellinger and then Gratterall's throwing his hat and his belt and his shoes. And, you know, Manny didn't take that. He he's like had a bone to pick with him in the moment. And I love that because we've never had that player before. Um, because not in our era, at least, where someone just won't take the shit, even if right or wrong, like whatever. I think people it's... argue like, oh, Gratterall is going to you can celebrate too, like Manny was celebrating too. It's like, yeah, but don't take shit from anybody. No, and I think it shows the competitiveness of Manny Machado, which has this... I mean, let's put it this way. We both played sports. When someone on a team has that, hey, I'm not going to take any shit from anybody, that feeling grows with the team. And you know what? Now you start thinking, no, fuck that guy. Like, I'm not going to let them... And it's us versus them. Exactly, and that shows to me... That's Manny being a big brother to the team. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to let anybody talk shit. And I'm not, I'm definitely not going to let someone celebrate on us failing. And to that, yourself. to that point of the, like, the confidence of this team, uh, Tatis just trolling Bauer. Did you see that? Yeah, of Did course. Did you see all of that? I mean, I loved it. Me it too. It was fantastic. I was doing it after and, he was, yeah. He's got the Conor McGregor saunter. He's covering his eye, like you said. I mean,. It was it was hilarious one and you know credit to Bauer actually because after the game they interviewed him about it and he he himself was like yeah I love it like if I'm gonna be the type of pitcher I'm gonna be like I'm not gonna throw at anybody for giving it back to me like that's what this game's all about and I like that he's trying to push the MLB in that direction. Thank you. I was just about to say yeah. that. Yeah, I agree. I think 
Because, like, the Bumgarner way is... That's just old, too old school. Like, Bumgarner is, like... He's yelling at people. Listen here, sonny. Yeah. I don't like what you're doing. <laughs> well, you know what? If it's either you or I, we're going, get the fuck out of here, old man. You know, go swing your arm in an axe or something. Yeah. I mean, it's just... It I makes agree. the game more fun as a fan, first and foremost. Yeah, and you know what it does is it gives a glimpse into the rivalries between players. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Yeah, I mean, exactly. let's, let's use Tati, Tatis and Bauer just immediately. If Bauer, I mean, what was it, spring training where he was like, yeah, I played in front of my <laughs> eyes, you know, okay? That is like, we've said it, Bauer's a weird guy. Yeah. But you know what? If you're going to say that, that's ammo for me. And mm-hmm. if I hit a home run off you, I'm definitely going to. Yeah. I might, I might run around the bases like this. Right, like, the whole time. The whole time. I <laughs> yeah. mean, with my eye covered. So I love it. And I love, and you know, we may be getting into the weeds per se with this, but I'm very I love the traditions within baseball, but I do like how baseball is making a slow pivot to show those type of players. And I, I like that. Now because baseball needs it. Oh, baseball I'm, needs they're the ones where that doesn't have that like narrative, so to speak, but I mean whenever they do have like the bench clearing brawl or you know, players that don't like each other, whether it be like A Rod and you know oh, the God. the Red Sox. Anybody, don't get me but, started on that. But I'm <laughs> saying, as a fan, you're like looking forward to watching Red Sox Yankees because of those matchups you know exist. Yeah, so and I I think that's there's, what if we can have more of those as a fan. I mean, it's only going to grow the game. And I think too is there's this narrative that's surrounding baseball where the only negative comment you hear is steroids. Yeah. It's just a common well, I, the narrative. The other one would be it's boring. That's yeah. why yeah, that's I guess, why this is important. Yeah, I guess for me <clears throat> if I mean boring let's set that aside. It, it, but for me like the only crazy thing that people hear about is steroids, mm-hmm. right? And it becomes this just boring fucking <laughs> well, this guy got caught for steroids again. It's like, okay, that's yeah. great, but where is the Trevor Bowers or the man or the Manny Machados or the and they try the MLB tries to limit they yeah they limit used to the try personalities, and look, yeah. yeah like fuck that let them talk shit yeah right because you, you know what if they're at any other level they have dugouts cussing at each other oh, yeah. during the game or they're talking shit when a guy's go walking up to bat let's see that I want to yeah. see it why well, do you think why yeah. do you think minor league games are so much fun because they got and guys goes. exactly <laughs> I mean I'm not saying like. You know, it doesn't need to be over the line. No, but let's keep the. I mean, it's a competition. That's what Bauer was saying too. It's a competition. Yeah, you know, have at it. And yeah, you know, it's I agree. It's fun to watch. It's fun to look you know, at how one guy gets a we are talking the other. about. Yeah, it, it, it just, makes baseball more. Because next time, get like when Tatis and Bauer are matched up, I'm like, who's gonna do what? You exactly, know? and it think creates of, that moment. And I hate to say it, you know, st- think of the trickle down effect. I can tell you this, if. I'm in if I'm playing in little league and I hit a home run, I'm hitting my home run, I'm running around the bases and I'm doing the Conor McGregor saunter. You know, and I'm <laughs> yeah. and you know who I'm trying to emulate? Fernando Tatis. Fernando Tatis. Right. You may not even know who Conor McGregor is at that age and you start doing the walk off that Fernando yeah. did. Now it's like I'm not emulating Conor McGregor, I'm emulating an idol in the MLB. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just it accentuates, you know, 
I mean, the are we trying to change baseball right now? That's what this <laughs> I, name, the I, name of this podcast I is. Think we're excited change MLB. About, yeah. I think we're excited about where it's going. But what I'm more excited about is that the Padres went to L.A., took a fat dump on all the Dodgers' oh, faces. I love it, man. I fucking, and we're going to so continue excited. to do that. And, you know, we'll see if that rivalry, uh, oh, that doesn't. That's oh, 7 oh, of so 19 games, right? We, meet, we see them 19 um, or 16. So we just had 7. So it would be twelve. We got twelve left. That's but we don't see great. them until June, but um, I mean, That's those okay. games are electric. I can't wait for more of them. I wish most of the time, like we're playing the Diamondbacks today. I'm like, I love the Padres. I'm gonna watch, but not the same feeling as no. where's my TV? Get me in front of it because exactly. there's shit going down. Oh, it's seven to one. I'm not turning yeah. it off now. Let me re up. <laughs> yes. Um. Again, I don't quote me on this, but for some reason, I saw. Somewhere I saw this picture of, like, Tim Hill and, like, when he comes off the mound, someone throws him a monster. And it just, it emulates who Tim Hill is. He's a <laughs> fucking psycho. And you know what? I could totally got, see him he's just, got where's my monster? He's got rosin on his hat. He's throwing reckless. He's just so, I don't you know, know what, he's though? out there. It, it follows up with what we said. It Baseball is allowing us to see the eclectic part of players. Yeah. And, he's, <laughs> dude. He's got Tim, a personality, I think. He yeah. is... I'm going to contain my comments because it's kind of mean. But, <laughs> but, but let's, just, let's just gloss over that. He's just fucking lunatic. Okay. Lunatic. Over, I can't watch him pitch anymore. He's just the fuck he, out. They pitch him in every game. He must be stopped. But he did get the strikeout in the extra innings somehow. Never thought that would happen. Well, Jesus. I mean, when you throw... We're just like destined I said, to win, I guess. Like I, the, the, I'm not going to argue that. But <laughs> when he's in, he like I said... Oh, it's lookout. He just slings it and says, God, I hope it's a strike. Well, I mean, in the first game in San Diego, Seager hit an absolute bomb off him to start the extra inning in this second line of work. So, it, like you said, it's either... You just have no idea what's no. going to happen. When I mean, feed the guy a monster, chucking I guess. The I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but if he gets out of it, throw him a monster. He doesn't even wear his hat straight. Shout out Have to Monster. <laughs> Have you noticed that? He doesn't even wear his hat straight. Nah, it's like, bro, it's, it's to the side. It's full of chalk and rosin, too. Which yeah. It's stressful. Anyways. I mean, I mean what kind of... I, I don't even want to know what kind of guy he is in the locker room. <laughs> yeah, I got some opinions there. Uh... Let's just probably un- unfavorable. Yeah. <laughs> probably yeah. unfavorable. Look, Tim Hill, if you're listening. Hey, but all love, man. Yeah, yeah. we, we like all you. Love. You just seem like a weird cat. Right? Yeah. Maybe we need to get to know you. Yeah. If you want to come on the podcast, we'd love it. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Seriously. Could we even play that, that episode? Electric, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows where that would go. Yeah. <laughs> but, Sponsored by Monster moving, Energy. Yeah. Shout out to Monster Energy. Love that. Moving on to the NFL. Thursday, draft day. Oh, it's so which nice. You weren't even talking about the draft per se, but you just you just like that the NFL is being talked about. We're getting closer to mm-hmm. it's bring- August and that's right. You know, it's, football life. It's bringing back football, which you know, <clears throat> football in my life is huge. I love football, but also last year, last season actually was very electric in a sense of the fucking Bucks. It just, I love it. And, you know, I hate Baker, like the Browns, but the Browns even, I mean, look what they did. Yeah. You're excited about the season. Oh, I can't I'm going to, I'm telling you about the draft, though. 
uh, last year during COVID, it was one of the first sporting events back. And oh, I it was about that. like, point. I was looking forward to that for weeks because yeah. it was just something to do. Um, so in that respect, the draft, I feel like is always overhyped of something that's fun to watch, but I always get like really into it. And then like seven picks go by and I'm like, all right, I think I'm set. You know, <laughs> and it, it's true. I agree with that is I think every NFL fan or football fan needs to experience a draft live at least once. Have you, have you done First that? round. That, have no, you done that? I have not. Okay. Hold on. Get him. <laughs> like my mom. Well, have you done that? No. Well, it's, you don't have a foot to stand on, McCardle. You made a strong point. But I. But and then, okay. But I mean, think about it. I mean, there's there's certain aspects of football as a football fan you have to meet. Like everybody wants to go see a game in Green Bay. I definitely <laughs> want to see a game. And you know what? Hold on. Well, fuck off. Well. Fuck off. Well. Fuck off. <laughs> It only I only will go when the Bears have a chance to win. Okay, that's, that's but I'm you know about. what? For me, and yeah, this is totally I get getting, it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna up. throw some fucking shade. That's Absolutely, fine. I will. that's fine. Okay, the, for me, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm not Logan. I'm Brian. Okay. Um, uh, for me, like what I would love to be able to do one day is go to a game at Green Bay when it's cold as fuck. You know, and just see a game in the snow. To me, that is the quintessential of NFL football. Yeah. Put the Packers Absolutely. aside. Okay? No, no, that's great. Yeah, exactly. It just shows like, I don't know, that's just football. And yeah. that's what I love is that nice. aspect of it. That came around nicely. Yeah, and <laughs> I love it. It, it. But yes, that's for me. And the draft itself, I, w- I would love to be able to go and see a draft, I'm going to go for the first round. I'm not going for any other rounds, like tell you that. Well, I do like how they've, you know, when we were kids, they had, I think it was the entire draft in one day. Yeah. And that was ridiculous. I mean, that was like seven hours. <laughs> Shit. And you could, you could go play a baseball game yeah. in like Santee <laughs> and then come all the way back to Encinitas and they're in round three. And you're like, wow, okay. So six hours have gone yet. by and we're in round three. <laughs> yeah. But now they separated by each round, uh, which makes the first round more of like a spectacle. So I like that. Um, I'm over Roger Goodell coming out. Here's, <laughs> I do like how he gets booed every time though. That's awesome. Um, Stream but, Get him the fuck out though. So I don't know. There's some, there's some, you know, high caliber college players coming out that have been, you know, we're talking Trevor Lawrence. It's a big, heavy QB draft. But oh, it's huge. That always kind of seems to be the case now. You know, it's like everyone's trying to find the next whoever, and they kind of just make the case for... I hate that, by the way. Yeah, they kind of just make the case for, like, the top three guys, and then you'll find, you know, a Tom Brady, if you're lucky. You'll find a Russell Wilson in, later on. So, you know, I think there's a lot of hype around, you know, the top five picks if you're a quarterback, and then... But there's still the diamonds in the rough that come out of it, too. So this, I was actually talking about this this weekend, funny enough, is there's this disparity in level of play between college and the NFL. And that disparity is shown where you get selected in the draft. Like, you can be in that first round pick and you can suck. Jamarcus Russell. Was the worst. And it just, it shows, 
where that disparity is. And this is something that I, I kind of have leaned on a lot for how I think about this is at every level of sport that you play. And mainly I'm talking like high school to college, college to professional sports. And if we're focusing in on football at each level, you as an individual and as a player are going to commit to that level. Mm-hmm. If you are exceptional in college, are you going to be able to be exceptional in the NFL? Are you going to be able to work that much harder when you're getting paid a lot? You have a lot more free time per se mm-hmm. with no school. You're on your own, but the team is saying, hey, you got to come in. You know, yeah. And I think it just really, the guys that really are committed and they want to be there, and I'm not saying every NFL player doesn't want to be there, but it shows you, there's different levels. Exactly. And I, I've been I've been really focusing on that for like the past three or four seasons, just kinda understanding, like just visually seeing where guys are getting picked. I mean, there was what, the offensive lineman for last season that's like he sat out and he was their first round pick and he sat out and he didn't play and now he's not playing. He got cut. I have no idea. Oh, you're talking uh I don't know his name. I don't know his I he's can't, had a I sh- lot of uh Internal issues. Exactly, and it, it just shows, like... Oh, it's a crapshoot, I feel It's like. fucking yeah. crazy. Because, I, I mean, these are, you know, 21, 22 yes, yeah, kids, and, too, and, so... I don't want to denounce the, the age of it at all. No, I, but I, I'm saying you might run into one of those where it's like, yeah, you got a man. freak athlete, but he doesn't give a shit, you know? But, um, you know, in terms of picks, you know, I think we could say Trevor Lawrence is going number one to Jacksonville. Um, but really after that, there's the trickle-down effect of, like, which quarterbacks are going where. Are we going to see some surprises? Um, we got the dude from BYU, Justin Fields from Ohio State. Um, even Trey Lance, I think, from North Dakota State is the guy after that. So, it's, I'm very curious to see how these quarterbacks are valued and kind of how these teams are, uh, jockeying around with each other. There's also that part of it, too, where, you know, trades could be made and what have you. The 49ers already traded a bunch to presumably get a quarterback, um, but they still haven't really technically said hey, we're going to go away from Jimmy Garoppolo. So there's a lot of statements that yeah, teams... Kyle Shanahan definitely yeah. he would push that. Oh in yeah, the interviews. There's there's a lot of s- statements that teams make without saying anything with their picks. Like uh, I think it was Green Bay either last year or the year before they picked the dude from Nevada quarterback first round. So was that Teller and Rodgers? Like, yeah, you're great, but. Eventually, you're going to be old, and we're moving on. Yeah, and and picks for quarterbacks, like, I'll be honest, I'm I'm a little biased, and I think offensive linemen should be picked in the first round because oh. everybody else. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I couldn't disagree more. Yeah. Well. Number one pick? I'd take an offensive lineman for number one pick. But, I mean, I well, I think... This is I, how I, think I it's see it. Though. Odd though, because yeah, I'm yeah. saying you take the best talent, and like Jacksonville needs Trevor Lawrence. They don't have anybody, and that that's exactly. I, yeah. I I agree with that comment. I do. If you're in need of a fucking quarterback, you start at the quarterback. Yeah. I I, I, I especially I'll, if you're a team like Jacksonville, they they won one game last year. Yeah, I saw I'll take them that play to once. the grave. They're terrible. I, I'll take that to the grave. If you need a quarterback, <laughs> and there's an exceptional quarterback like Trevor Lawrence coming in, and you have the first round pick. Take that fucker. But let me say this. to I think to your point, um, if you're drafting a quarterback that you don't even necessarily know if he's going to pan out when you could have a probably solid, you know, the best O-lineman in the draft, then, yeah. then you do that. Because if you're just trying to find 
you know, the next guy. You might strike gold. You might be like the Bears and pick Mitch Trubisky when you well, could that's Patrick Mahomes, but that's neither here nor there. And that's, I guess, what I'm trying to say is why... This is gonna make, I don't know if this sounds right, but why waste a pick on that when why not build the seven guys around yeah. the... Well, you know that's a really... I don't even know if teams really uh, value that type of mindset when it comes to developing your offense, and they probably should. Here's because here. well, let me you know keep Go ahead. the. I think so many teams are bad because they don't form that cohesive offensive line, and mm. you know you got guys like Russell Wilson who are phenomenal, and he's getting sacked all the time because they're putting value in different places. Um, you know the bear. I mean the Bears again. The Bears have had a horrible offensive line and that hasn't helped Mitch Trubisky at all so if you can have that kind of cone around a guy that's trying to develop I mean that's going to change the trajectory of your offensive scheme for sure so two examples of that Kansas City Chiefs have had their offensive line for the past like four or five seasons they continuously work to make sure that those guys get paid and stay together although Sorry to jump in. No, 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 but, go ahead. Uh, Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz, I think, are gone. Yes, they are. But, but to that point, yeah, that look makes how long a lot they've stayed together. Yeah, right? it doesn't. It's not going to stay forever. But, no. Yeah. Number two, the Bucks, they paid all five of their starting offensive linemen in this offseason. Uh, they paid like three or four of them. But I mean, still, that's a lot. Yeah. But still, th- to me, again, I'm biased, but to me, <laughs> that's where a lot of your money for offense needs to be weighed because it's not let's I mean you have how many wide receivers right you have one two and a three and maybe four and you got some backup guys for that okay determining on the type of scheme you have offensive linemen you have seven guys that's solid mm-hmm. you have to have seven solid guys and that includes the tight end yeah and I mean the injuries that happen to O-line seem like catastrophic in the NFL it seems like they go through you know, well, a lot of guys every year. They do, but it also comes to how, and I hate to say this because it's going to make me kind of sound like an asshole, but it actually, it's pain tolerance for the offensive linemen. Those guys are able to play with broken fingers, fractured wrists, what have you. I mean, fucked up knees, feet, everything. Yeah. Are well, you able yeah. to play through that, you know, to the best of your ability without, I'm not saying like play with a broken ACL, but, you know. I, <laughs> I don't I, think I, you can. No, but. <laughs> It just shows, like, that level of disparity, and I, I'll end with this. You cannot start an off. You cannot start a football game without snapping the ball. Yes. There's no way of doing that, right? <laughs> yes. So, but I'm going to go a little around the corner here. Nice. Um, you also need playmakers, though. And that's, you do. You know, if there's... But you can't start to play if without If you're in the top center. five, top ten... I want somebody who's... In, if you can get, you know, a top two alignment, like... And you're in that spot. I guess it all depends on the spot your team's in. Um, so I guess going down <laughs> where we're at of the draft order. Um, Again, I don't know all the guys. Jaguars, name. I'm going Trevor Lawrence for sure. I agree. Jets, I feel like they're going to draft a quarterback. Um, but they've been building an offensive line. So it wouldn't kill them to take, you know, who's that? Sinai Powell, I think his name is. Oh, is the offensive so? lineman, it, yeah. Pen, Penny. Penny Sewell. Yeah, from I'm Oregon. I'm blowing that, but he's a giant man. 
Um, I don't know if the Jets would rock that at two, though. They won't, because, I mean, there's also, you're in New York, you're trying to get back up, and there's that sexy pick of the new yeah. quarterback. You just traded Darnell for a bag of sand. Um, I could see maybe the Bengals taking him. Bengals, maybe. 49ers for sure going to take a quarterback, because they traded up to do it. So you got to figure their transit, I mean. Imagine if they took Penne. <laughs> That'd be great. But also the thing I like about the draft is the either, like, some random pick comes in that no one was talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, I think one year it was, like, Ted Ginn was, like, the ninth pick, and no oh, one yeah. saw that. Wow, so I love that. I love when that happens, and I love, and I think a crowd will be there in Cleveland. So, like, the oohs and, like, the boos. Like, Donovan McNabb, for instance, got the shit boot out of him when he was drafted by the Eagles fans. Some fans are ruthless. Some fans are non-existent. And uh, really, are. no one knows how that player is going to pan out anyway. So no. it's like one of the funniest like things about fanhood in general is, you know, some dude who's, you know, never played a sport in his life, never, or just like religiously watches his team is, you I know, know it he, all. He thinks he's, he knows everything about everything. He thinks he's Adam Schefter. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's fucking annoying. Um, but what I'm looking for personally, what I'm looking for See the snarl? Yeah. Because I don't want... It's kind of scary. Don't want the Bears anywhere in the news. Talk about drafting a lineman. For God's sake, drafting a lineman. <laughs> Do not even think about trading up for a quarterback. Just don't. You're going to blow it. It doesn't matter even if there was somebody who turned out to be really good. Like We won't pick that person. We just don't have it in us until this regime is done. It's not your track done. record. So... Like, don't. And don't ruin our future. Just pick the alignment. He'll probably be fine. And let's just move on. See, and that's, you know, I'm just going to note real something, too, is an offensive lineman will get picked, and he'll be forgotten about. Right. A wide receiver, <laughs> a quarterback, right. or a tight end, or a running back, they'll be picked, or even defensive side, they'll be picked at a high level. They'll never be forgotten about. That just They're shows held you. to a higher scrutiny. Exactly. Sure. And fuck the NFL for thinking that way. Well, I think it helps him actually. No, I, I but unless you're a top five guy like Jake Long was, um, you know Robert Gallery way back in the day. Yeah, I guess for me, I, I they they're the silent killers. Yeah, but you know, they get the credit though when they turn out to be great. Of course, they're like, oh they do. my god, look at this. Yeah, bookend tackle has yeah. just been amazing. Um, and then so you got, I you mean, know, Richie Incognito, who I love. Oof, he's one of the worst, but. <laughs> But anyway, I mean... He's also dra- fucking mean, so I like that. Will he be watching draft day? Yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll watch it. And I won't go super deep into picks, but... I'm really just looking for, like, the Bears. I like the top ten, and then, like, Bears. And then, yeah, and uh, then I'll, like, well, who do the Bucks pick? Always interests me. Who again, do the Super Bowl champ picks? Yeah, and, and for me, I don't... I mean, I don't have a team, so for me, picks don't really matter at that sense. But I love watching it. I like what I'm... What I want to see out of the draft is I do want to see, you know, I want to see a lot of movement. Like, yeah, let's, you know, Trevor Lawrence is there. I just want to see some shit go down. Yeah, me like, too. Uh, maybe the Lions just jump to number one. Yeah, yeah, and some <laughs> ludicrous pick. Yeah, they, they trade like five Goff billion and like dollars. seven first round picks to get Lawrence. Oh, I mean, I give me some stuff like that. Adam Goff is over right. Um, so, Falcons, I mean, you have what, pick number four? 
the Falcons are in such a shit show situation. Well, see, there. that's like the top ten though. All of those teams kind of suck in their own way, yeah. so that's kind of annoying. Unless it's your team, but let's put it this way: you need to get rid of Matty Ice. <laughs> yeah. So, but you paid him. He'll so be, figure it the fuck out. And, and you know, if a big draft day trade happens, that would be sick too. So, we will see what happens on Thursday. And they came back from seven to one, and won the game. So. I mean, it makes us I love feel the Dodger fans. fans that say, oh, we're not worried about you. We're not worried about that. Maybe you should start being fucking worried. Yeah, I agree. Because, uh... <laughs> Look what happened. The proof's in the pudding. That's right. It is. And the more we win, the more boisterous I'm going to get, the more annoying I'm going to get. And it's only going to get worse, because I feel like we're in, we're in good shape. We are. I agree. And I, But here's another thing. This is good. This what do you think of the Musgrove up. outcome? Um, I thought he battled. I'll say that. I thought he I thought battled, he battled. I mean, look at he, he could lo- he could have gave he it. He loaded the bases twice. Yeah, you and, could, and he got you out could of the see. he got out of both of those innings. You could see he was battling and not just giving in to each batter. Which and that's is great. T- that's a it was a mental grind. It was, and he he was trying to pick pitches and get and get himself refocused. Yeah. to fuck this tell. up. Yeah, and, and you know what? And I, I I will say this: it did bother me that. Everybody was like, oh, well, he threw no hitter, and look where he's at now. It's like, fuck you. You don't know how it is. Yeah, no, I mean, that doesn't even, I don't even think that registers with players, because they know each game is its own No, it's just annoying, it's an annoying comment. That's a media thing. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying, it's fucking annoying. Hey, we're the media, but we're calling it out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're transparent here. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. I did not Joe Musgrove's our man. Yeah. And he was battling. And I will say, and I'm excited for we're so early in the year that both teams are going to make it like so many adjustments, and the June matchup. We're a month in. The uh, isn't it the best? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it isn't it the best. They're going to make adjustments next time we see them in June, and then it's a whole different battle. I agree, and we'll see where we're at. But right now, it's it's the matchup to see. Um, you know whether you Dodger fans want to admit it or not, it's the matchup to see, and I don't know why you wouldn't want to be a part of that. So. You know, in your face. Just come to the better and, team. I don't know. We just, we just won three to four in, in your stadium. So, right. how does that taste? Um, and then, just wanted to, I just really want to nail that in. For those for those who tune at the very end, like, oh, it's going to, you're going to sign out the subscription yeah. deal? No, no, no. <laughs> wanted a few more digs. Just a few more digs. <laughs> and um, Thursday, we got the NFL draft. So, we'll see what happens there. I got Lawrence got number one. You do as well. We'll see. We'll see where guys end up, and yeah. we're going to, you know, then it'll kind of give us a layout of what those teams are going to look like. Uh, maybe what rookies we think will have an impact immediately. Um, Bears stay the hell out of about the, the top game. 10. Oh, yeah. yeah. 17, 17 games this year? Yep. So, yeah. What do you think about well, that, just quickly? I think it kind of stinks to the players, but, I mean, yeah. as a fan, I love it. Yeah, I, I'm... But I feel like the players are like, Jesus, we are already playing, you know, 16 I, weeks. Now we got one more. I'm selfish in the sense of I want more football. Yeah. But I'm also understanding that that's a long season. That's a super long season. But, you know. Just maybe, a quick just Yeah, a quick just a note. quick. I want to see yeah. it. Um, so, yeah, that's the, uh, the I breakdown. I think everybody was fine with 16 and 17 just pushed it. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, I agree. But we got Padres. We got... NFL, and that's the main two we wanted to focus on this. That's week, right. Because you know did. what, we pick and choose what we discuss, and it shall be that way until right. the, you know, rest of time. No one's gonna tell us what to do. <laughs> it's 
our shit. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Subscriptions, reviews. We're gonna make this real quick. Uh, five stars, sponsorships, whatever you got. But for episode 17, sports banter. Out. Oh.